Welcome to the Counselor Podcast Power 50 series, where we speak to some of the most influential executives in the promo products market. The in-depth conversations are sure to be revealing and informative. This week, we welcome Bill Karowitz from the Magnet Group onto the podcast. Bill is the current Counselor Person of the Year. Bill, how are you today? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Good. Well, I got you on a day that I think you're a little bit injured, so um, we're going to wish you a good health with your back and uh, and then just throw, throw a few questions at you, and we'll hope for the best. How's that sound? Perfect. Remember, I'm injured, so go easy on me. Uh, I'll try. Maybe at the end we'll, you know, we'll part ways in an interesting way. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, so let's look at the, uh, the promotional products industry overall and uh, kind of gauge your outlook for the next few years. How do you think, uh, what do you think is the outlook for the promotional products market over the next year or so? Well, we're pretty bullish um, at the Magnet Group. I mean, uh, you know, we don't see any signs of it of it slowing down from our you know from our vantage point and uh, you know Andy as you know I mean we're we're investing in uh, trying to buy other companies and partnerships and uh, you know we don't see anything but green lights in front of us so that's good now we're good do you think um, uh, do you foresee uh, more investments I know you said that you're uh, you're looking at buying are there uh, deals on the horizon or is that a little further down the road Oh no! I think we'll, um, you know, hopefully we'll have an announcement here in, uh, you know, the next couple of uh, months. Certainly before the end of the year. Um, and I think there are people that are anxious to do some some different things. So um, I think in general, probably in our industry, you'll see a little more uh, M and A activity, a little more partnership activity heat up than we've seen over the last, you know, five years, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Why is that your strategy these days? Why are you looking to uh, to acquire uh, as a mode of growth? Well, I mean, I think we have a lot of things going for us that are uh, things that you can leverage into another company. So, you know, we have great customer service and we have a great sales organization. So, you know, you can leverage those onto a, uh, another business that you acquire uh, pretty easily, I think. And... Um, you know, a lot of the backroom functions that, that uh, uh, you know, my finance people will kill me for saying it that way, but, you know, you can you can take finance and, uh, you know, consolidate those types of things um, so that you can lower your cost uh, on, on these types of things. And I think it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, we'll still grow organically. I mean, there are a lot of products, and, you know, we love to launch lines to the company. But uh, I think there's some great partnerships that are out there, and, you know, maybe some folks that need just a little more capital or a little more management muscle to help them out. And, uh, uh, you know, I think you'll see that not only from us, but from other, you know, larger suppliers as well. Right. All right. Uh, let, let me take you into the, the inner workings of the industry a little bit. Uh, Counselor stated the industry report that uh, report estimates that about 16% of overall distributor sales are generated via e-commerce. Do you think that's something that's going to continue to grow, or is that leveling off? What do you think as far as the future is concerned in this market um, as it relates to e-commerce? Oh, I think it's going to do uh, nothing but continue to grow. Um, you know, you can take any measure. You can look at any advertising uh, revenue statistics that you want, Andy, and it's and it's just very clear. I mean, the internet is growing. 
you know, despite folks who thought initially that it wouldn't. And uh, you know, I think the global spend on Internet advertising is, you know, is just an amazing number. I think it's $500 billion or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just have to follow the money. When people are spending that kind of dough um, into that, uh, you know, that segment, that tells, you, that tells you something. And I think it's, uh, uh, it, it's going to be a little bit like the Wild West here in the next couple of years, but I think it's going to continue to grow. And, uh, you know, certainly we're lining ourselves up to do better and better with those distributors, um, you know, who are, who are uh, taking that path as well. Mm-hmm. How do you think that trend is impacting the industry? Well, I think it's, uh, you, you know, the funny thing about the Internet, and you know as, as a consumer yourself, you always have that sense you can buy things on the Internet cheaper. Right. Hey, I went to pick the, pick the retailer, but I know I can buy the cheaper on the Internet. And I think that mentality uh, is no different in our industry, and I think it, you know, it tends to push prices down. It tends to make you find the, the fastest and the cheapest way to, you know, connect and move data so you can, you know, have the, uh, you know, the lowest cost of the market you can. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that trend is uh, having an effect on prices? Do you think it's working to push prices down, or has that not really happened? Oh, I think it's pushing prices down. I think it's one of the things. I think there's, you know, unfortunately, there are probably a uh, hundred things, <laughs> but I think that's probably in the top three of what's doing it, yeah. Right. What uh, What do you think are some of the biggest challenges that companies in this industry face today? Um, yeah. Well, I think, I don't, in no particular order, yep. Andy. So <laughs> you, you can rank them if you'd like. I'll, but, put, uh, I'll put them in the order later on. Yes, please. <laughs> I, I think that we have to get out of the perception of, uh, you know, we're uh, trinkets and trash and tchotchke and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that's a very derogatory uh, label on what we do. And I think we need to bring the full uh, branding story to bear on, uh, you know, potential advertisers and marketers so that we can create more value in what we do, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, when you think about the money that people spend on an, on an ad on uh, – on TV or, um, you, know, you know, the Super Bowl is an example. And, and the, you know, the time that that lasts versus a promotional product that stays in the home or stays with a person for, you know, days and weeks and months and years, I mean, there's, there's no comparison where you get the better cost per impression. And I think, you know, we somehow allow our industry to get, uh, you know, kind of lumped into this, you know, this godforsaken unholy um, you know marketing group and I think that's just wrong and we've got to, and we've got to fix that so I think that's I think that's one of the challenges that we face and the other we just mentioned I think uh, you know pricing uh, no one's happy whether you're a distributor supplier whoever I mean none of us are happy with where prices are going they certainly aren't going up right um, and they continue to go down so I think those are two Two pretty good challenges in front of us. So, how do you deal, uh, or how do companies in this market deal with that? Uh, the first of those challenges, as far as uh, perception is concerned, what do you do to, to battle that perception? Well, I think we have to just keep bringing better people into the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we have to 
Uh, I think we have to have a little bit of a youth movement, and I think we have to have a um, you know a little bit a little bit of movement towards bringing in more and more professionals, you know, more and more outside capital. Because I think part of the reason that you you can't go to market with better and better things is that you know sometimes just under capital you can't do it. And um, you know I think that uh, as we're able to bring um, you know very experienced and savvy marketers into the uh, into the industry, I think our story will get better to the uh, you know to the advertising community at large, and I think we'll be able to uh, you know leverage that into uh, you know, more value means more uh, and, and higher margins, typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is it, is it uh, a conversation? Is it a change, in, a shift in conversation away from essentially product and more towards, uh, like where you're talking about, the, the story of what promotional products can do? Well, I mean, I think that's a large part of it. I can tell you right now that I, I, I would doubt that there are five conversations going on in boardrooms across America um, that include our our industry's products, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's not correct. I think we uh, we should be a very live and uh, viable piece of a company's you know marketing and advertising um, mix, and it uh, you know it needs to be discussed at the higher and higher levels of the company. I think once we do that, Andy, I think we'll be able to achieve. You know better results because, you know, once you push your your uh, purchasing decisions down to, you know, a little cube and a little office in a big building somewhere, um, you know, and that person's job is to just get the lowest possible price and, and that's it. Not a lot of value is created right there. Right. If you can have that conversation at higher levels in that organization, that's when you're able to go and and um, you know and, and grow that value. Mm-hmm. So, we have our work cut out for us for sure, but uh, we have to start for somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, somewhere uh, it should be now. <laughs> yeah, well, it probably should have been a while ago, actually. But uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a valuable conversation to have. Uh, you know, that in the idea that. Um, the like you said the the branding of of the market is is uh, it has value and um, people need to know that rather than just one off purchases here and there. Yeah, the same uh, company executive that has his company logo on the shirt. Uh, she has the company logo on her bag, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. Are the same folks that should be discussing these types of things, mm-hmm. you know, at the highest level of the company. Right. So, I mean, I think we have the entree. I think we have the, the right to have the conversation. It's do we have the right uh, talent and the right desire, uh, enough desire to go in and do that. Interesting. Well, let me ask you this. How do you think so, the industry uh, will be different 10 years from now? Well, it'll be different because I hope that Bill Corowitz will be on a beach somewhere uh, in a lawn chair with a Budweiser. I mean, that would be my, <laughs> be my greatest hope. But uh, soon enough, um, I, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think I'll probably be carried out of here in 30 years. But um, I hope. But uh, you know, I, I think that you know you're going to continue to see what we discussed earlier, Andy. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot more push to the internet. I think you're going to see. Uh, prices even crazier, again, unless we put a stake in the ground and say, hey, we've got to turn this thing around a little bit and get after the, the value creation. 
Um, I think you're going to see the, you know, the distributor supplier partnership change, and that somewhere, some, somehow, in the next ten years, someone's going to buy somebody, mm-hmm. and that will change things. In Who that lucky of, first contestant will be, I don't know. Uh, do you mean in the sense of uh, the sort of coming together of of a distributor and supplier? Yes. So yes. Is, is that first one going to be you? No. <laughs> I like to lead on a lot of things. I think I won't lead on that one. <laughs> you know what? Smart answer. <laughs> Well, let me let me ask you this. Uh, you you kind of talked about the uh, touched on the idea of um, you know what today's buyers uh, need and you know how they're going to the internet for for research and pricing and things like that. Do you think that distributors in this industry are really doing enough to appeal to the needs of today's buyers? Man, that is a, that is a great question. I don't I don't really have a good answer for you on that one. Um, I don't. Uh, you know, my my gut reaction would be probably not. Um, but then again, the same could be said for suppliers to distributors. You know, I don't right. know how effective our communication is to the to the distributors. You know, to help them uh, with what they have to do in the in the customers' offices. So, um, you know, I probably could indict both of us. You know, both sides of the ball that we could be doing more things, uh, you know, together. But I'll tell you, the, the new buyer's tricky, you know. Uh, I look at my kids, you know, the 20-somethings, and uh, that's a tough crew to get to. Mm-hmm. First, you have to get them to put their cell phone down. Not easy. <laughs> and if you can't get them to put down, yeah, which is not easy, <laughs> then you, you have to almost market to them through that, to that uh, darn thing. Right. And uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah. For sure, uh, yeah, I think that that's um, that's something that a lot of people are are struggling with. Uh, you know, the uh, not only do the the buyers' needs change, um, you know, from buyer to buyer, but uh, but also, uh, you know, they're they're harder to reach, uh, and they also, from you know, from what we hear from distributors, they you know they find out a lot of information on their own, and they in some ways, uh, you know, cut out some of the traditional process. Yeah, that, is, that is for sure. And I think, uh, you know, people ask me sometimes, you know, who's your, you know, who do you respect in business or who did you look up to or whatever. And, um, you know, you can't help but say somewhere between uh, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, these guys changed everything. The whole, the, the way we are, the way we live, they've changed everything. And, um, uh, you know, the speed at which the younger generations are coming through and learning how to use these devices and how they, how they live, is, uh, it's incredibly challenging to keep pace with that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you touched on this uh, earlier, and I just want to uh, expand on it, the uh, importance of hiring young people. Why do you think uh, the industry and companies within the, this industry need to make a concerted effort to hire more young people? Well, listen. Me notwithstanding, I think you know this whole this whole business of advertising and marketing and branding. It's a young it's a young person sport, I believe. You know, I think I think a lot of us old timers can sit back and say, "Hey, listen, you know, this is what we learned in the day, and you know, this is what's good, and you know, here's the pitfalls and avoid those." Um, but it's a, it takes a tremendous amount of energy, I think, and a tremendous amount of creativity to. Uh, 
you know, to market today's uh, products and services to the world, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and just the fact that it's a it's a global market now compared to what it used to be even 20 years ago. Um, you need to have that youthful exuberance and uh, never say die, and you know, you're not afraid to jump out of the window without a parachute. Um, but like I think I, you know, uh, a lot of us had, and so now we're relegated to the roles of running companies and whatnot, and we need this next generation to come in and do what we did and really take this thing. Uh, you know, you've heard me say this before, Andy. I mean, we're at $22 billion, supposedly. I don't think we're scratching the surface yet of what we should be doing, and it's going to take a lot of feet on the street and a lot of, you know, a lot of energy to get us to the next place. Mm-hmm. So where do you, how do you go about doing that? Uh, you know, is it is it a matter of uh, just recruiting um, uh, younger people, or is it uh, you know making an effort to uh, be at uh, college fairs and things like that? Well, I, sure. I mean, I think I think the challenge when you try to bring in um, you know younger, maybe less experienced folks to any industry, any business. You have to make sure that you've got very trained uh, sergeants and lieutenants to teach them what they need to know. You just can't bring them in and say, "Hey, you know, here's a here's a um, here's a catalog. Good luck. We'll see you in a couple of days because <laughs> you'll never see them again." Right. And or you know, you just pay them money for a couple of months and then you part ways. And so that that level of uh, sales management is uh, is so critical to do that. And if we can, uh, you know, if we can acquire people in our companies that want to do that as a passion, as a, uh, you know, as a career, and, th- and, and you know, want to impart their knowledge on the, um, the younger folks that we bring in, I think that it will work. But you, you can never bring people in and just say, hey, good luck, figure this thing out. That's usually not a very good strategy. So, you know, the investment I'm talking about is significant. Sure. Uh, but somewhere along the line, we're going to have to make it. Yep. Understood. I, you know, I wonder, it almost seems like uh, two parts of these conversations uh, are really intertwined, the idea of, of hiring younger people, um, but then also, uh, like you were saying, um, the importance of uh, telling the story of the, the promotional products industry and why it's, why it's a valuable advertising medium. Uh, you know, I wonder if that was done better, if that would help to uh, kind of attract uh, a younger uh, a younger younger personnel, essentially. Well, I think it would. I mean, and, and listen, if you ask 100 people in our business, what do we do? You're going to get 100 different answers. Right. And I would, and, and I don't, it doesn't matter what, whether you're, the, you know, a distributor, a supplier, a, you know, chief cook and bottle washer, it doesn't really matter. And you have to wonder if some of what we all should be saying isn't consistent. Mm-hmm. Because that consistency, I think, will help us create, you know, the building blocks to build uh, more and more value. Right. Yeah, interesting. Um, Well, all right, before we let you go, I'm just going to end on a couple of uh, quick personal questions. So um, here we go. Where did you go on your most recent vacation? Uh, We took the family to Italy. Oh, whereabouts? Well, we went to uh, Florence, we went to Rome, we went to Sorrento, and, uh, you know, it was a great trip. My wife and I, and we took our uh, our 23-year-old twins and our, our 13-year-old, and I think the most interesting thing about Italy is that they felt 
serving the 13-year-old wine at the same time they served us was a very natural act. <laughs> wow. Uh, so how did the 13-year-old feel about that? Well, she thought she died and went to heaven. Of course, go. we had to explain to her how the, how the word world really worked, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was a great trip. Great how, trip. How was the food? Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's the best place in the world to eat yeah. and drink. I know. You probably came back uh, just a few pounds heavier. Uh, indeed. <laughs> All right. What, uh, what one tech item can you simply not do without? Oh, it's my... Uh, USB charger. Oh. Come on, God, God forbid the phone doesn't work for 30 <laughs> seconds. You know, I got to be on call 24-7, you know? That's right. So what, if, what if someone in my family needs a pizza at 2 o'clock in the morning? I got to have the, char- you know, the phone charged. So it's, uh, it's, it's with me at all times. See, so you're as bad as, uh, as your kids, always on the phone. They taught me. Yes, they taught me to be bad. <laughs> there you go. They taught you well. All right, last question. I think I probably know the answer to this, but what is your favorite promotional product? Come on, Andy. <laughs> this is the easiest question you've ever asked me. Should I answer it for a you? A magnet. There you go. Magnet. <laughs> Say it with me. A the, magnet. <laughs> the man from the magnet group simply loves magnets. Of course. <laughs> it's the most attractive product we have in the world. Very There, there, there you, you go. Couldn't resist. as i expected so i wouldn't expect anything less all right bill well thanks very much for the time and uh thanks for being a guest today on the counselor power 50 podcast thanks andy all the best to you and the good folks at asi all right we'll see you soon thanks this has been the latest installment of the counselor podcast power 50 series to listen to more podcasts go to asicentral.com slash podcast